We just want our respect. Rob wants his respect. Coach Vogel wants his respect. Our organization wants their respect. Laker Nation wants their respect. And I want my damn respect too. Today's episode of the Close Out Podcast is brought to you by LeBron James, the king. I'm coach, I would say now. I've been a hater. You know I hate LeBron James, but with a passion. Kind of with a passion. I will say it puts some respect on this man's name. It's time. It's yeah. time to put some real respect on LeBron James' name. The Los Angeles Lakers are your 2020 NBA Finals champions. It's been a really long season. There's been a lot of really weird things that have gone on throughout the year. Absolutely. But we got it. We got our champion. Well, the most impressive thing about this NBA Finals for LeBron James, he's doing it in his 17th year. And I think he said on SVP after the Lakers won the championship, he said that 35-year-old LeBron James would beat up on 27-year-old LeBron James. I think that's Miami Heat LeBron, if I'm correct. And I would agree. This LeBron James easily – he was making it look so easy in the finals, averaging a near triple-double. And, and again, his 17th season, I mean, this dude is unreal. It really is It really is cool that – you know, do you realize how long the – I mean, do you realize how long humanity has been on this earth? And we have the <laughs> pleasure to watch this man. We were born in the year 1999, and we get out of all of the years – you were 98. We get <laughs> – all these years, out of all these years, we get to watch LeBron James right in front of our eyes. Some people might say the best basketball player alive now after that championship. Yeah. I'm still saying it's Jordan, but if he gets one next year, which can definitely happen because I don't see AD, I don't see this team really splitting up. If they get an extra piece, a really valuable piece, I don't see why not, then LeBron can get his fifth ring next year. I don't think that we will. We haven't, we have never, and I don't think we will ever see a player like him again where his prime lasts. A player's prime can last this long. Yeah, well, I've thought about this. You have Michael Jordan in the 90s, and when he leaves, and, and LeBron James, I can't remember if Jordan, he was still on the Wizards, but it really wasn't, you know, MJ, Michael yeah. Jordan, prime Michael Jordan. It was only a couple or three or so years after Michael Jordan really left the league that when we got LeBron James. So the NBA hasn't had a full period where they haven't had that guy. I know there was Kobe Bryant, but, you know, I, I love Kobe. And, and talking about Kobe Bryant, it was so cool. The year that Kobe, rest in peace, passed away, and then the Lakers go out and finish it. I would have loved to see the Lakers win game five, especially in those Mamba yeah. jerseys. but. To have a guy like LeBron James coming right out of high school and live up to the hype, the people that get onto this dude and and give him so much scrutiny, I mean, he was supposed to be the next MJ coming out of high school and get his fourth ring in his 17th year again is just remarkable. It really is. And you know what? We are so excited about this. That we came on and just started talking about the game and, and LeBron's also, legacy. I want everyone oh, to know this is a live podcast. Yes, the, we're oh, both in Knoxville, Tennessee. Okay, yeah, I was about to say I thought we you were both start, got to watch the game together. Matt, I thought you were going to start talking about the game, and I was like, "Hold on, we <laughs> got to we got to we, we we, hear." You need to see. You we, need no, to say don't say it, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know who was. We got to hear he how should be should <laughs> he who should be named in a minute. Yes, we just Hargo's about to get me in Harry Potter. That's what happened, but. We'll talk about this. 
what was great about the series was that we got an NBA champion and I got to watch the final game of the series with Matthew Hargrove. It was awesome. We actually got to watch two games together. And look, I, lo- I lost the bet. He did we, lose the bet. For you, for all of you listeners. He is going to be buying a very nice steak dinner for me over winter break. Probably going to Bricktops if anybody knows that place. They have the arguably the best sweet tea oh, in the, the world. It's the best. Yeah. But Hargrove decided to stick around, skip a class, hang out today. It got canceled. It got, can- it got canceled. I'm a good student. <laughs> hang out uh, today. So we got to do a live podcast. Yeah. First one since when? You left in what? June. June. So I have not done a live podcast with Matthew. We've been Zooming it since it's been June, a while. But we are back in person. Many closets, many closed rooms that we've done the podcast We've in. done it everywhere. <laughs> we've done it in Wyoming, half of us. We have, we've done it in a, ho- a random hotel in Missouri. We've done a lot of places. Matthew, if you would have told me that we were going to record our podcast and you would be in Wyoming. I would when say you're crazy. When, when did we start this January podcast? 1st. Yes. January, no, That's January right. 3rd. We started this year? Yeah. I feel like it's been going on for longer. Well, this year has been the longest year of all time. Like, the longest. But, yeah, this this has been a long podcast. It has been. We did, remember all those March Madness episodes? If you haven't listened to them, go back, check them out. Yeah. We've we've done it all. For some good memes. And I'm going to be honest. We're going to have to figure out what we're going to talk about after this for a couple weeks at least because when is college well, basketball Well, college basketball is slowly starting to come up, and I've been seeing a lot of preseason rankings, okay. so I feel like we'll have enough content when's the, to when's talk the, about. Do you know when the season's officially kicking off? I believe Thanksgiving week. Okay. So, so it really is just right around the corner. How long? It's about a month from now? Yeah. Okay. We just got month four, and a week. Week, four weeks to fill, five weeks we'll to fill. We'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be fine. We say that now, and then two weeks in, we're just like – Welcome in, and then we just start talking about something random. So the new Batman photos came <laughs> you know, out of the it, it turns into a superhero podcast, which sometimes on this podcast, it does turn into a superhero podcast. Yeah, and if you are a uh, consistent listener and you want to hear us break down the Batman trailer. We absolutely will. I want to do it so bad. Yes, so we somebody will. text us and be like, please do it. <laughs> Um, I, I'll just text you. Um, I will text you. We make it. It's like one view, Matthew Harker. I'm like, that's it. That's it. All right. So we're pretty much just going to be talking about this game six of the finals. Maybe a little bit of LeBron and MJ legacy. I know that's been going on because of this new ring. And we're just going to try and hit it all here in person. Knoxville, Tennessee, the greenhouse, upstairs living room. But before we do all that. Jim Nance. Oh, it sounds so good. Oh, yeah. NBA Finals game to get another NBA Finals trophy put in some LeBron respect, James. Put some, put some respect on his name. Yeah, that's what he said <laughs> after he got his Finals MVP trophy. I can't remember which. I, I can't remember if that's his fourth. Has I he won? It was, I thought it was three, but I could Three? Remember. Okay, I can't remember I'll, if he's won every 
finals MVP that his team has one, but still, LeBron James, what he did last night beating the Miami Heat and just the playoff run that he had in the bubble, making it look easy through the Western Conference. And Noah Linton did look it up. It was his Four. fourth finals MVP trophy. And going back to what LeBron and the Lakers did during the bubble, first round, people were talking about the Blazers possibly pulling off one of the greatest upsets for an eight seed. They win that game one and everyone went into panic mode yeah. questioning, does LeBron James still have it? Are the Lakers deep enough? They win four straight games, shut down Damian Lillard. You go to the Houston Rockets, the Rockets win game one. Oh, is this is this playoff, playoff James Harden? Is he going to turn it around? Absolutely not. They win the next four games. The Denver Nuggets, the red-hot Denver Nuggets, back-to-back down three to one to the Jazz and the Clippers. Is this team on the rise? They're red hot. Absolutely not. They beat them, and, and it and it wasn't nobody thought that the Nuggets were really going to beat them as the series was going along because the Lakers smoked them in Game One, and then AD had that big clutch three pointer yeah. to win Game Two, and then the Heat they had a cute run. It was nice. Jimmy Butler played really well, but. Honestly, was there any point in the series where you actually thought the Heat were going to pull this off? Um, did they win game two, the Heat? No. Lakers went up 2-0. 2-0 Heat win and game three. Heat. Lakers up okay, 3 I will say game three after the game, I didn't think. I was like, there's but no you thought way. Maybe, it could, maybe be it could be something, but there was absolutely no way anybody on that Heat roster was going to stop LeBron James. More importantly, stop Anthony Davis. No one on that roster could even contain Anthony Davis in this series. And that was one of the bigger issues. And then you have players like Rajon Rondo and Contavious Caldwell-Pope stepping up in this series. And both played really well. Yeah, KCP in that game six, he dropped 17 points. And coming into the season, he was the laughing stock. He was having trouble getting playing time for the Lakers. And now to be a starter and really contribute, his three-point shot was looking good in yeah, the postseason. Yeah. I give props to KCP and Danny Green, man. I can't think of a player more scrutinized ever in my life for missing a wide-open three-point shot that it didn't even lose in the series. It right, just made yeah. them go down three games to two. They still could win. All they had to do was win game six, in which they did, and they are champions. And Danny Green, yes, you are on the Lakers to hit three-pointers. His whole career has been Danny Green. You go to the corner, you hit threes. That is your role. And he couldn't have – he probably has never had a better look at a three-point shot in a finals game. And Absolutely he missed not. it. But – he ended up, his wife got death threats. Dude, that's and, that's dude, bad. Sports fans are crazy, period. Like, usually it's not in the NBA, though. You see, you, you hear see, it in, like, maybe football, maybe baseball. In movies. Jackie Robinson. Yes. 42, but yes. Jackie Robinson, that was because of his skin color, yes. for crying out loud. But, like, for, I've never heard, like, NBA death threats about its shot. So stupid. It, ridiculous. But I think... I also think he just always ends up in the right situation these past couple of years. Like being in Toronto and then coming yeah. to L.A. Just great situation for him. Talking about, you were saying uh, KCP's three-point shot this year. I want to say Rajon Rondo's three-point shot this year. Think about six, seven years ago. 
You would not. You would if Rajon Rondo had the ball at the top of the oh, key. You're backing up. You're to backing the up to the paint, and you're letting him shoot it. He actually started hitting threes in this this year. Um, but I really think all these guys who anywhere else they would never win. Yeah. But I think that them buying into LeBron's vision, and I think Anthony Davis did that more than any role player he's ever not role player because you know yeah. superstar, but any like teammates that he's ever had. Did not buy in like this team. And, and all of them did that. And Rondo sometimes has been known as a selfish player, a, a very me guy. He's got to get his buckets, got to get his numbers up. And Dwight Howard, who was very valuable off the bench, he's always been known of being that guy. Even his first stint with the Lakers, he's got to be the dude. And Kobe Bryant was on the team with him and Steve Nash and Dwight Howard and Rajon Rondo and Anthony Davis. They all bought in. And even LeBron James was saying to begin the season, listen, AD, he's the number one dude. Even though we were all laughing at the comments saying, LeBron, come on now, you're the king. I, I know in the back of your head you're, you're, you're low-key thinking, no, this is my team. Yeah. But what Dwight Howard and Rajon Rondo were able to do to – basically revive their careers. Rajon Rondo, he was done. He was a nice piece off the bench, but he yeah. dropped 19 in game six, and the three-point shot in the bubble was insane. I bet this has been the best three-point numbers of his career. And then Dwight Howard, after the Houston Rockets, I thought this dude was done. And then the Lakers believed him. Coming off the bench, didn't worry about his points. He did what he does so well now, and that's defense and rebounding. All these guys buying, and this Lakers team, when you really look at the roster, what I'm going to remember from this Lakers team is that it was such a weird group of guys. Yeah. Like, you have Rondo, you have Howard, you have bald-headed Alex Caruso, who can <laughs> be in a slam dunk competition and absolutely win it. Yeah. You have Kyle Kuzma, who's all out there, and honestly, I think Kyle Kuzma was the biggest disappointment for the Lakers in the bubble, but we can get into that later. And then talking more about the starting roster, I mean, you got KCP, AD, LeBron. Just what I remember from this team is that they were just such a weird mesh of guys, but they connected so well to get that ring. I I definitely agree. When we were watching the game last night, we were like, I don't know how all these like different players it's ended up so here, but it's weird. weird. It's weird. Um, what were you what what you were saying about? Uh, Rondo and uh, Dwight, Dwight Howard. Howard. Look, I think you. I think you know my stance on Dwight Howard. I hate that guy. I, I just think he I was, despise him. I thought he was washed, but I think after the ma- like, after the Magic career went to the yes, toilet, which does. I don't know how that. It just doesn't make sense to me because he was such a dominant player when we were younger. I don't really know what went wrong for him, and I think if him and Rondo play their careers ten out of ten times. After, let's say, like five, after you know how they both had great careers after their champ, like when they're running for championships and then it goes downhill. That point, if they do that 10 times, would never end up this well. Yeah. Because I, they just were in the right position at the right time. And Rondo's never been a player who's like, I'm going to buy in. Because every place he's gone, yes. people are like, he's not buying into this. And I think he, I think LeBron was the person that he needed to be like, Hey, this if you do this, we will win. And he did it, and they did. Definitely. And and that's why you saw him buying into the system and playing so well. And I know I talk a lot of a lot about him on this podcast, but I want to compare the situation about Dwight Howard leaving the magic, not 
he's still a superstar, but not playing to how he was with the Magic compared to how he was with the Lakers or the say Rockets. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to compare him to Carmelo Anthony. You so see I him know. playing so well on the Nuggets and the Knicks, but he can't get that superstar. He still thinks he can play like a superstar, and he's not buying into the role, and he didn't buy in maybe in – when, yeah. when, when, he, when he was with the Thunder and with when he was with the Rockets. Yeah. And it hurt his career. And he finally is doing it now with the Blazers, Blazers and you see him playing so well now. Dwight Howard and Rajon Rondo buying into the system, knowing, hey, I'm not the player I used to be, but if I can do my job and still use my basketball mentality, the great basketball mentality that I have, that I know I can still play with, then it can help this ball club. And that's a big reason why the Lakers were able to be so successful. And we've been talking a lot about the Lakers, and we should. They won the championship. And before we get into, we said in the intro that we were going to get into some GOAT talk, comparing LeBron and Michael Jordan a little bit, because a lot of people have been talking about it. Let's talk about this Miami Heat team. They played outstanding. Nobody thought that they were going to be in this situation. I would have took taken the Bucks, Celtics, and maybe one other team before I took the Heat to make the finals. And Tyler Hero had a coming out party. Duncan Robinson was unbelievable. And Jimmy Butler is starting to show that he is a real superstar in this league. Yeah, I think at the beginning of the playoffs, I was listening to a different podcast. I don't know what it was, but somebody was like, I think that he don't make the finals. And I laughed out loud in my car. What do you do? Like, I was what's like, wrong with you? I was like, are you talking about Jimmy Butler and the rookie like from right. Kentucky? They're deep, but is Jimmy Butler really going to lead the I, Miami Heat to my, At that point in time, I was like, have we ever seen Jimmy be able to lead a team that far? And look, he did it. And I think this Miami team – needs a piece going forward one more and I think we're talking about like different scenarios but if they can get one more big piece Pat Riley is incredible at doing that yeah and if they can get one more I think they can be back in contention next year if they don't I think it's going to be tougher because somebody on the east is or in the yeah the east is gonna I think somebody's gonna make a big move pick up a player Celtics may be back in that situation they win next year I don't know but I think the Heat have to make a big step if they're going to beat one of the West teams, whether that's the Warriors next year or the Lakers again. But I, I wanted to ask you, who do you think after this finals, who do you think can meet the Lakers next year? Because they look pretty unbeatable at this point. Well, if you go through the teams, let's start, let's start in the West. And we also wanted to talk about this as well when we're, we were planning the podcast, is Giannis going to go to another team? Let's go to the Warriors. You want to talk about that first? Yeah, we can go. Yeah. Okay. Um, So Giannis has said he's not leaving, kind of, I think. It came out and he was like, I don't – But we know how well – Kyrie said he was going to sign an extension with Boston. Now he's in Brooklyn. Yeah, and I don't remember the direct quote. Maybe he never even said it, but that's what I took from it. Um, But if he does leave, what teams do you think would be – and oh, uh. I'm trying to think like a great destination where you'd be like, I want to, I want to play there. Yeah. The two teams that come to mind for me are the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Because Steph and Clay, they're great, but everyone always has the argument. If Katie never showed up, you guys would not have those two finals rings. And the one that they wanted without Katie, LeBron didn't have Kyrie or Kevin Love. 
and they went six games with the Cavaliers. Yeah. It was LeBron and Matthew Delvadova as the dynamic duo. So a lot of people, when they talk about Steph and Clay as the two best players on the Warriors, they say, well, did they really earn those finals? And some of me believes that the Warriors, Steph and Clay, is not enough. And if Giannis is out there, if you bring Giannis, who's a guy that he can drive, everyone collapses, and then you have the two best shooters on the outside perimeter getting open shots. Yeah, good luck, LA Lakers. So, the only yeah. thing, the only thing that would make it a competitive series is they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I I agree with you. You know I'm a big Warriors guy. I, I love are. the way Steph and Clay play, yeah. and you know I hate the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> Lost me a ton of money. <laughs> hundred bucks. Um, you, you just got it back though, so we're good. I, I kind of um, I think Steph and Clay are arguably the two greatest shooters of all time. They have to be, but they do need. I think they do need one big superstar piece, and that if they have that, I think they're damn near unbeatable. But my question to you: Do you think Giannis would be as even? If he's not as good as KD, he still will be great. But do you think he would be as, like, strong of a player for this team as KD would be? I don't think he would live up – I don't think he'll ever be as good as Kevin Durant. No, yeah. Because Giannis, Ooh, the I way don't... he plays, it's like watching football. The dude yeah. is not nimble with the dribbling. He just tries to go fast break, run you over, and – we saw in the playoffs, in that series against the Miami Heat, it really gets old. And if he's still going to continue to do that, he needs better shooters on the outside or better players. Chris Middleton, Brooks Lopez, Eric Bledsoe, that is just not enough. It can definitely work with the Warriors. I don't think he lives up to what KD did. He could because I can see him staying with the Golden State Warriors a lot longer yeah. than Kevin Durant. But Giannis... Man, it's – oh, my gosh. It's just so tough because he can easily put up easily put up a triple-double. Yeah. But this guy, I'm telling you, the fact that he doesn't have a shot, it hurts so much. And that's why when talking would, about – when, when, when we're talking about he needs to go to the Warriors, it would not be seen as a weak move because he can't do it by himself with the Milwaukee Bucks. No. The Bucks are probably going to have the same roster next yeah. year. He's got to get out there. The Milwaukee Bucks are probably not going anywhere. I I think the Warriors move would be the best spot for him. My other option would be the Heat, but we can talk about that in a second. Um, I think with his style of play, Clay and Steph just suit him so much better because you were talking about it earlier. Like the way he like goes 100 miles an hour in the lane, he's going to have people on the outside to kick it to for open shots. And when you have a player like Giannis, Giannis is arguably – Giannis is in the top five yeah. in the league right now. And if you have that with the two best shooters of all time, he might, he may not – he probably won't be as good as KD was for them. I think they're different types of players, and it's hard to compare that. But I think that team would be a team that could be the Lakers next yeah. year. Yeah, another team that I think would be a pretty interesting fit for Giannis, and I would – love to see this if he goes to the Portland Trailblazers because it's always been about Dame but that's interesting over Dame's career I'm starting to believe that Damian Lillard cannot win a finals as the best player he's a he's a great shooter but he couldn't even get into six games against the Lakers that with with the roster the Blazers have 
they should have been able to sit, make it to six games. And Damian, he was kind of struggling a little bit in that Lakers series. So if you take their starting five and their bench, you have Dame at the point, C.J. McCollum. You got Giannis at small forward, maybe play Melo at small forward, Giannis at power forward, and then Yusuf Nurkic at the five. That's a, that and is then, a raw five. And then you have Gary Trent, who was sensational yeah. in, in the bubble, hitting threes wherever on the court. You have him coming off the bench. You have Zach Collins, and maybe if they can get in the – they have Rodney Hood, who was yeah. out for the year. I forget. I think he maybe tore his ACL or something like that. The Blazers kind of go deep if they stay healthy. That's been the problem, too, for the Blazers is staying healthy. But the only thing that makes me have a second thought about is that really a good fit is with the Warriors, Steph and Clay are really good catch-and-shoot guys. They're not guys who have to have iso ball. Damian Lillard – you see the Blazers play a lot of that iso ball. Dame, you know, everyone will go to the side. Dame will go to work. CJ, he'll go to work. Melo will go to work. And Giannis, he'll go to work. So the ball movement will be kind of slow. And we saw that with the L.A. Clippers. It didn't even work out with them. Right. They need some time to figure out their offense. It would be a much better flow with the Golden State Warriors. I never thought about the Trailblazer thing until you just brought it up. And I love that, actually, though. I, I think that would be a better fit. I don't for know him. if I'm saying it just because my boy Mello's on yeah, there. Yeah, that's and I what I was hard. But yeah. when you think about, it, I think it it could it could work. Yeah, it would be big. So I I was talking to you about the Nuggets trying to get them earlier, which probably would never happen. But would you consider Portland a small market team? Yes. Would that be a factor? That- of him not wanting – do you think he wants yes, to go to a big Yes, absolutely. Uh, no, I don't think Giannis is like that. I don't – Giannis doesn't come off as a guy who, who only cares the about market. the big markets. Yeah. But Portland, I mean, Milwaukee they don't have a lot of championships, and it's Portland, Oregon. It's yeah. not L.A. It's not New York. Yeah. I would definitely consider them a smaller franchise. I think <laughs> – Somebody was talking about, like, somehow the Lakers should try and get him. And I was like, well, number one, that would never happen. That would number be, two, that would be insane. Yeah. But uh, And if I'm the Lakers and that was a possibility, I'm definitely going for it. It absolutely. doesn't matter who you oh, have as the other two guys in the starting rotation are really coming off the bench. LeBron, AD, and LeBron. You're, LeBron, AD, and Giannis. Or, yeah, who did I say? LeBron, AD, and LeBron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> two two LeBrons would just be <laughs> – Absolutely unfair, but yeah, if you have those three guys, yeah, good that would on. absolutely probably never happen. But that'd be nuts. Um, what do you think about the Miami thing, Miami destination for him? If you put Giannis on this year's Miami team, they definitely make it to a game seven, and then you just never know what happens. I have a strong belief that you never bet against LeBron James, yeah. especially now older LeBron James. So if Giannis was on the Heat, I still probably would pick the Lakers in seven. Anything can happen in seven, but the Heat would definitely have a better chance of getting to a, a seventh game and winning the NBA Finals. The East would go to the Heat every year. There is no team. The Bucks, they're out of it. The Celtics, they're definitely not beating a Giannis-led Miami Heat team, especially with Hero another year out of him. It, it, it would just be the it would be the easiest road, easiest ride to the finals for the Miami oh, yeah. Heat. It'd basically be like the big three starting up again when LeBron and D Wade and Bosch were there, and you just know the Heat are going to get there. So, what do you think the most likely destination for him is? If you had to guess, if he doesn't stay in Milwaukee, we're My, just assuming this. 
I don't know what to say because the offseason, it started today and there hasn't been any reports. If I had to say one team, though. Yeah, it's really early to guess. but I'm going to go with the Warriors just because there's been – when articles come out about Giannis leaving, that's what I see the most is yeah. the Golden State Warriors. But I don't think he goes to a big market because that's just not Giannis. And Giannis doesn't want to be seen as weak in my mind. He's always been that guy that comes off, hey, I'm not friends with anybody on the court. I don't want to be high-fiving. I don't want to be jersey sharing. So I can see him going to a Portland Trailblazers, a smaller market. Miami, that could be seen as a weak move because they're already there. But I don't don't know if that's seen as a weak move because – he would be he would be the main player, and it's yeah. not like the Miami Heat are a dynasty. The thing about the Warriors is they have won championships. So my if I was to bet on it right now, which he could stay, we're just like messing around, yeah, doing a little exercise here. I think him. he'll stay. My gut's telling me he'll stay. Okay, I don't know. My gut isn't, and I think, but like he might. I don't know, but I think it's going to be a team that neither of us could have guessed. I think it's going to be a, like a weird random like match. Nuggets. Yeah, that would be weird. And I would be like, oh, I don't sure understand that, that, but like... That'd be awesome. And then if it's not that, I think it's Miami because I think Pat Riley just has a way with get Like uh, Shaq and LeBron. He like, just, he's, he's, he's one of the best GMs. He's one of the best... Uh, no, you can come. He's one of the best uh, GMs and like just getting those kind of uh, players. Absolutely. So I could definitely see that. But, all right, who do you think can beat the Lakers next year out of any of the teams? Well... You have to mention the Clippers because they're getting an extra year. Like I said, they were playing a lot of ISO ball this season. That really hurt them, especially when they were up three games to one on the Nuggets. They just fell apart, and it was too much. Kawhi, you go to work, and if that's not working, Paul George, you go to work, and that was never working for Paul George. He could not perform the postseason. I don't know what it is. He had that run with the Pacers, couldn't get past LeBron, which you can't blame him, but ever since that, his career has gone down. I can definitely see Paul George as falling into the Carmelo Anthonys and the Dwight Howards of the world, where he hits a point where he starts to get too big-headed, but he can't play like a superstar anymore but he still think he is and his career just plummets to the floor but you have to mention the Clippers because they're so deep and they have the good defense with Pat Bev and Montrez Harrell and Paul George and the claw and Kawhi Leonard and like I said another year with that offense they can kind of get it going the offense can mesh a little bit another team the Denver Nuggets, if they get another piece, a very valuable piece, I'm not saying like a smaller role player, I'm saying like a pretty significant starter, then they can definitely challenge the Lakers. I don't know if it would, I don't know if they would beat them, but they can go maybe six or seven games or getting another year out of Jokic. And Jamal Murray, nobody really started to notice this dude until the playoffs. I've never seen Jamal Murray play like this. So Jamal can carry this momentum over into next season. You have, you have to put the Denver Nuggets in the conversation and there's a lot of things that can happen. We know with basketball, there's a lot of players that are, that are moving constantly and free agents and trading. You mostly see it in free agency, but I would say the, the top two teams for that, Lakers challenging spot in the West at least would be the Nuggets and the Clippers. I don't think the Clippers are gonna be able to challenge them at all again. I just like don't think they have it there. And if the if the same two rosters come back next year for both the Lakers teams, won. I'm gonna say the Lakers. Yeah. But 
maybe the Clippers can chat. I mean, do, does the Clippers have anything left, like, to pick anybody up? I mean, they gave everything they, they had for Paul George, so. Um, maybe. I don't know. I don't know the Clippers. I know they have Paul George's contract. I know they have Kawhi's, and they're making a good amount of money. I don't know their cap space. But if I'm the L.A. Clippers, I'm trying to go after Giannis. Dude, no way Giannis goes there. No way. Yeah, Absolutely not. That'd be but insane. That also if they got on, Giannis, they would, they would beat the Lakers. They, they would have to. Yeah. Kawhi, if they, Paul if they Jordan, don't, and Giannis, that would be, that would be the, one of the biggest choke jobs. Oh, yeah, 100% if they did. The only thing that would save them is they're playing LeBron James. And everyone would just be like, oh, it's LeBron. It's like if there was a super team against MJ. Oh, it's MJ. Right. I, I don't know. I'm trying to – so from the east, would you go Miami and Boston? Are the only two teams that – Yes, are, yes with Boston. Yes with Boston because each one of their players are getting older. Jason Tatum, he's just – he's like three years away from being that dude. He's just not there yet. You yeah. can tell in these playoff games. And the Celtics, they need to find a better flow on offense because towards the end of games – they don't know who to give the ball to. They don't know who's going to be the hero. Kimball Walker, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. They kind of need to figure out who's going to be that dude day in and day out. But I could definitely see the, the Boston Celtics maybe next year. It, I think it all depends on Jason Tatum if he can step up and turn into that dude. So you don't think Miami's back in the position? I think they are. They could be. They definitely are. Do they need another big piece, you think? They need one more piece. I don't know of a. I don't know about a huge piece, like but a another player, significant. Maybe like a, not a Giannis player. Maybe not a Giannis like player, but definitely a guy. Maybe a maybe a starter who, and they could maybe trade some pieces. Maybe Kendrick Young. Kendrick Young didn't really play a lot of significant basketball in the playoffs. He's a really young and finished third and the rookie of the year voting, you could maybe trade Kendrick Young to get a pretty nice piece. I'm a, I'm thinking the Rockets just aren't going to be if they keep if they keep their same roster, not going to be in the same position. If they trade, like somebody's talking the other day about a trading uh, Harden for Simmons and a couple pieces to Philly. Um, Honestly, now that you say the Houston Rockets, I can definitely see Giannis going to Houston. Because the Rockets, I think they're one piece away from being truly title contenders. Not saying they would beat the Lakers, but it would be pretty close if you had Giannis, Harden, and Westbrook. The only thing that I say, it goes back to the Blazers' argument, too much iso ball. Also, I just don't see And Westbrook is not a good enough outside shooter to be with Giannis. Giannis is like LeBron. You need shooters on, on his team. I don't think Giannis could ever play with James Harden. It would make me cry. It's so it, much it would be so sad ball. because I, I really like Giannis. Yeah, I do too. I I think the Rockets are gonna. I think they're gonna send either. They're Russ just in a or, terrible situation right now. I think James Harden or Russell Westbrook won't be on that roster next year. But I could be totally wrong, and they could have Giannis. I think play. they both are, and for the next couple years, they'll just be in the same spot. They'll finish in the middle of the pack of the Western Conference. Probably beat a Utah Jazz five seed or like a, I don't know, OKC five seed. And then the next round, they'll have to play one of the top tier teams and they can't get over that hump where they're playing the Lakers or the Clippers or maybe even the Nuggets and they 
lose in five or six games. Yeah, I I don't see Harden or Westbrook staying there for much longer if nothing works and if they don't and, get a big piece. when but. the Rockets had Chris Paul, all it came down to was, is James Harden going to make shots? If he makes shots, they're going to win games because Chris Paul was a great point guard for that team. Now you have Russell Westbrook who was supposed to be better than Chris Paul, and Chris Paul was showing in the playoffs that he was better than Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook could not hit a basket to save his life, and that doesn't help if James Harden can't hit a basket to save his life in the playoffs. Giannis to OKC. That would be not enough. Not enough pieces. With all the draft picks that they have from the Clippers. Maybe maybe like, in three years. It could, hap- it Chris could Paul. happen. It could happen, but... The Thunder GM would have to sell him big time because Chris Paul, is he still – Giannis would have to wait a little bit. And I don't know if Giannis wants to I hear – I think Chris Paul's got three years left. Yeah. I don't know if Giannis, though, wants to hear if you just wait a little bit because I think he's been hearing that too much from the Milwaukee I don't think it would be GM. wait a little bit, though. You think, think it would be – I think if Giannis went to that roster, that would be a solid squad. Like a very you solid. think they would challenge the Lakers? It'd be tough. It would be tough. I think you'd have to wait a couple of years. You think? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of weird teams. And OKC came But that, that is, is a good idea. So what do you think Philly does in this offseason? Because I've heard a lot of things where Doc I, – I heard Doc wanted to send Ben Simmons away. Like to – and like – Well, apparently ben, well, apparently ben Simmons and Joel Embiid don't like each other. And obviously you can't not have that. So the argument comes down to do you leave do you keep Joel Embiid or do you keep Ben Simmons? And I would keep Ben Simmons. No. Oh my gosh. No, I'm gonna keep Joel Embiid. Because keep Joel. this dude is actually I was thinking about Ben Simmons and the way he plays all around basketball, but when it comes down to it, the dude just can't shoot. And you just can't have that. Yeah. And that's why I started to lean towards Ben Simmons, but then I thought about the shot and now you shook your head and got me on the Joel Embiid bandwagon, Joel the Kansas Embiid bandwagon. Ab- well, Joel Embiid is absolutely the player to keep on that team because he's a, he's like a unicorn. Yeah, like, he's one of the best big men in the league. People yeah. compare this dude to Shaq. Yeah, and he can pass and he can shoot from the outside. So now that I think about it, you got to keep Joel Embiid and trade Ben Simmons and maybe the, maybe the Heat can make a deal with the Sixers. I don't know if they would trade because why would those, you want Ben Simmons? You know, they, they're one piece away, and Jimmy Simmons, Butler would still Jimmy Butler would still be the guy. There's no way Ben Simmons could be that piece. In. You don't think so with no, all the shooters? No. I think Ben Simmons could work. You think so? I think uh, it could be pretty interesting. So do you think there's um, – every time we talk about I'm thinking Giannis, there's no way Philly's a spot that he would I, be. No. You know what would be weird, though, if him and Joel were, like, on that Sixers team? That would just be, like – That would be frightening. That would be pretty intimidating to look during the warm-ups and see Joel Embiid and Giannis. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so, <laughs> we've gone everywhere. Two teams from the East and two teams in the West that you think can challenge the Lakers next year. So, we're going, we're going, or at least I'm going no, with. I'll, I'll go with you, whatever. Okay, <laughs> I'm going with Nuggets and Clippers from the West. Okay, never mind, I'm not going. And then the Heat and Celtics. the Celtics. Oh. oh, that's our chicken timer. Pause. To be continued. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm sorry to get the chicken out of the oven. Understandable. Um, chicken and rice, yum yum sauce. So I'm going with 
In the East, the teams that I think can challenge the Lakers next year, which they looked so good in this finals. Um, I'm going to get the Celtics and the Heat. I think I think the Heat definitely need to pick up another piece. I don't know. I, I, the Celtics, if they picked up a big piece, would be awesome. Um, they just need they, time. They just need a little yeah. bit of time with Jason Tatum. And um, Kimball Walker needs to step up a little bit. He yeah. wasn't playing. He wasn't playing cardiac Kimba basketball yeah. in that Heat series. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and then in the in the West, I would say Denver. And who are your two teams? You said Clippers. Denver. I said the Clippers. It's Denver and Clippers. You have the Utah Jazz, maybe with Donovan Mitchell, maybe Rudy Gobert. So I no. They didn't have Donovan. Not challenging the Lakers. Like, there's just no way. I guess I'm gonna. What are other big teams? I'm trying to think. OKC. No. Houston. No. John Morant. <laughs> Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis Grizzlies. I'll go with them. There we go. <laughs> Memphis Grizzlies, uh, LA Lakers, Western Conference Finals <laughs> next year. You heard it here. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I guess you have to say the Clippers because there's just we'll, – we'll see how free agency works out. But there's a lot a, of great teams in the West, but yeah. when you think about them Who challenging the Lakers, yeah. there's not a lot of teams. So I'll go with – I guess your same answers, but we'll see how free agency works out. Um, let me make sure we're still recording because that will be bad. Oh, yeah, we are. Okay. Um, we've heard a lot about the GOAT talk here. And and this, like, 12 hours since they won the, uh, yeah. the championship. Where do you think – what changes from three rings to four rings in the Le- LeBron versus MJ talk? When I think about it, it definitely does get closer. I still have Jordan because of the six rings. Now, I was thinking about this when we were watching – the championship ceremony, and we talked about this. If LeBron can find a way, because the Lakers are going to be the favorites next year, if LeBron can find a way to get his fifth ring, I may start to lean towards the side side that LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. He has finally reached that peak because when you think about the argument, the argument has always come down to Michael Jordan has a significant That's the key word, significant amount of more rings than LeBron James. LeBron, when you think about playing one-on-one, LeBron's better than Jordan. But honestly, that has nothing to do with the argument because it all comes down to team basketball. LeBron has always had better playoff numbers, and he's always had better stats just in general. Always been a better rebounder and a better passer. If LeBron James can get his fifth ring next year or sometime in his career – the argument that people would have for MJ is, well, he, he still hasn't beat him in championships. Yeah, but only by one. And is that con- considered a significant amount of separation between the championships? When you compare all the other stats. When you compare all the other stats. So if LeBron James, this fourth one, I still think two is a significant amount. But one, I may start to lean towards the king when we talk about the GOAT conversation. So I hate this debate more than anything. It's I think it's because, just because we've heard it too much. Well, it's a horrible player to compare him to because he should be compared to Magic more often than Jordan. This comparison shouldn't even be. His game is more thing. like Magic. Much more like, and I don't know, just different styles of basketball, but different eras. Yeah, and since we have to have the discussion, I think that this ring puts it in a whole new light for me and I think a lot of other people. And when this debate goes on, 
as the younger generations come up only have watching LeBron, it's going to be – there's going to be a lot more people saying LeBron. I feel like a lot more people say Jordan right now because our dads and like grandparents and there's a huge age gap there that grew up with Jordan. But when these kids are growing up with LeBron like you and me have, we're going to start to lean more towards LeBron without even talking about rings or statistics. But I think this puts him in a whole new uh, – category in yeah. the, in the uh, debate with Jordan because when you look at it, four, you were saying significantly better. Four and six, I just like don't two, know if that's enough when you look at the rest of the statistics of the player and when you look at the situations that LeBron has been in with different teams. Jordan, Jordan was in a better is- position – with his six rings than LeBron has been with his four rings. Uh, granted, we'll say not the uh, Heat year, his first championship at the Heat, or we'll say this one because he was. I think he was in a pretty great position in this one. But I just don't think anyone can come out and say, no, Jordan was definitely better. Because now you have to say it was really close, but I like to – I. some people want to look at the rings, some people want to look at the rest – this argument will never be settled unless LeBron James gets six rings. Yeah. It will never be settled. Yeah. But I, I, don't, think- I, don't, I don't even think it will be settled when he gets a six ring because then all the older guys are going to say, well, the basketball era that he played in was soft. What, yeah, what are I don't we doing? Up, I don't like, what what That's are we such saying? Bullshit. I don't like that. I don't soft. Maybe yeah. it was a little softer, but he still had to go through a lot to get six rings. You're really going to say that. It doesn't compare because the era was soft. If they're going to say that, then we can talk about how much fat, faster paced the game is today. How the athletes are so much like are in such better shape, take care of their bodies. They're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger. Like if we're going to look at it like that, if you put these players in that era, they are fine. Yeah, like they they the tough basketball that happened back then, which I it did happen, but. They're in such better shape now, and like so, like like I said, bigger, faster, stronger. You can't compare eras, period. And yeah. I know that that will be a debate from people, but if LeBron gets six, it's over. And you he mentioned wins. what Jordan had to go through. He was always on that team. Yeah. He was always on the better team. LeBron, I make the argument, he would already have six championships, maybe even more if he didn't have to face the greatest dynasty ever. He's played in championships where he's been the underdog. Jordan never had to do that. He was always on the so-called better team on paper. Even LeBron James, his first finals against the Spurs where they got swept, he was the underdog. Every single series against the Warriors, he was the underdog. Jordan never had to go through something like that. I just think LeBron never had a Pippen or like LeBron or wait, did I say? Yeah. LeBron never had a Pippen. And I feel like he has one now, but it's just too yes, late. It's his 30, yes, it's his 17th yes. season. He definitely had, he is a much better Pippen now. Um, but when you look at like Jordan's teams with like Pippen and Rodman and some of those players, Jordan made them all better. Yeah. But I think LeBron is finally at age 35 in a situation that Mike was in for Six for six rings. Yeah, and I think if LeBron was in this position, let's just talk about how like we've already talked about how good he's making these like very very some below average players below par. Yeah, if you take LeBron James off the team, they are 
they have a top three draft pick next year. Yes, absolutely. Because LeBron, they already talked about it. LeBron put that whole thing together. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think if you put LeBron on a team like Jordan had, he's already got his six. Mm-hmm. But now he's finally in that position. It sucks that it was this late for him. But I still think he's going to hit six. Because I, I don't think there's going to be – I really think next season, Giannis is probably the biggest free agent. We'll see what happens with Harden or whoever the um, – as far as trades and stuff. But I think LeBron's going to win it next year. And when it's five, there's no more argument for me. Right now, I'm, I will listen to the Jordan side. But next year when there's five and it's five rings and six rings, for what LeBron has had to go through throughout his career with these different teams, I mean three finals MVPs on three different teams – just explains the career that he has had trying to go and figure out Incredible. what pieces he can put together for this. And you know I'm not a LeBron guy. Like, if he plays the Warriors, I am on the Warriors end of that 10 out of 10 times. But I just don't think the, de- the debate between Jordan and LeBron, especially if he wins next year, can go on anymore. And you know what's sad is it will, and it'll be so annoying. And I'm leaning, if he gets that fifth one, I'm starting to lean towards the side that you're favoring with LeBron being yeah. the go. And I, I was reading like the like uh, ranking of the best basketball players ever. And on one of them, Magic was ahead of LeBron, which, I mean, I don't want whatever you think, that's fine. But if LeBron wins next whatever, if, if LeBron you, wins you, next you, year, you, my guy. Magic got five. If LeBron, wins, if LeBron wins next year and gets five, that's over. And that can't be talked about anymore. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know how his career I, – I would be interested when we're like 75, how people talk about him. And I don't know. So I think – even Magic Johnson, I think he's actually said this. He would say that LeBron James – or has said it like I said. Yeah. Has said that LeBron James is better than him. Yeah, which I don't think Jordan would ever do that. But that's just Jordan's personality. Yeah. Um. But he kind of he kind of has the right. To, I guess Magic does too. He has five rings. Yeah, I think when we're yeah, if we look at the top five here, like best players ever, where do you put LeBron? Do you put number two? So you put Jordan and LeBron? Yeah. My question is, and I was listening to this the other day. Um, why isn't Bill Russell in there with uh, with how many rings he has? Okay, so when people compare, who are the greats? They look at overall talent first. I know Bill Russell had all those championships, but are you really going to say Bill Russell is the greatest player ever? Steph Curry can get six championships. Are you really going to say Steph Curry is the greatest? If he had five championships, are you really going to say Steph Curry is the greatest player? That's what he has to say. Then I mean that's a question circumstance. If him and Clay won six, I'd say yes. That's, Steph Curry is the greatest player. That's why I love these basketball arguments yeah. because there's so many. Well, is this player on his team or does he not have this player? That's why LeBron is in the goat talk because everyone sees the greatness and everyone sees that he is like MJ. So they're going to compare those two, and then that's when rings come into the conversation. So this is something that I read that he said. I won 11 titles in 13 years. I never lost a game a game seven. I won back-to-back NCAA titles and a gold medal. I won back-to-back NBA titles as a player coach. I was the greatest teammate ever by all accounts. Why don't I ever get mentioned in the GOAT combo? 
And, but you're, I know where you're going to sit on like, well, I don't know. How many teams were in the league though when Bill, Bill So what I'm saying is, bat, we can say this, basketball is completely different, but that comes back to our argument where we're like, oh, the MJ people are going to talk about LeBron like it's soft now. So if we're not doing that and we're just looking at it, granted, he was probably, you and me have never watched a Bill Russell basketball game, I'm never. pretty sure. I've never so, even, yeah. But like what I've heard throughout like listening podcasts because I'm a 22-year-old kid, not super knowledgeable on that old of basketball, but from my knowledge, it was so easy for him. It was like when Wilt Chamberlain was in the league and he could just do what he kind of wanted while he had a lot of bad luck, but the Bill Russell thing's hard because basketball was clearly not as like he just good as wasn't it is now. in the right time. But it's hard for us to sit here and say, well, basketball is different because I feel like you and me are both making the argument when people fight for MJ, we're saying, well, let's look at the statistics. Do you think there's some Boston fans that legitimately think that Bill Russell is the greatest player of all time because of his range? I'm going to be honest. I think Boston fans are more behind Larry Bird than they are Bill Russell. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Larry Which makes no that's sense. That's talk about. Which that's makes no sense about. because Bill Russell, by all accounts, if you look at it on paper, is better. When Larry Bird, though, and obviously you said it, I don't know. You know, we, we know we know – basketball but when you talk to us about the older days with Larry Bird and Magic Johnson obviously we're not going to know as much as we do about LeBron and the guys now like Steph but I was watching a ESPN 30 for 30 on the Celtics and Lakers rivalry when Bill Russell was on the Celtics there was no rivalry the Celtics were winning constantly Larry Bird comes in. That's when the Lakers started to make it a true rivalry. Magic versus Larry Bird. And that's when basketball really started to get popular. Well, Larry Bird Because of that rivalry. And since Larry Bird was there and the things he was doing, I think that's why Boston fans love Larry Bird more because they watched him more. I think he changed Boston basketball. Which is why – and it makes sense and – like statistically, Bill Russell's better, but Larry Bird is probably way more, is going to always be more famous among Boston. Basketball players. just became more popular during <laughs> his time. When Bill Russell played, there was football and even baseball was yeah. more popular. So I don't know how we got here. What we're the GOAT debate. Yes. So <laughs> Larry right. Bird, the GOAT. We're, we're almost at an hour, so we're gonna uh, we, the GOAT, we're saying that if LeBron wins one more. You're saying maybe I'm saying think you're saying more, you'll think you're about saying it. Definitely. I'm saying if he wins one more, he is the goat, and there's no more argument. Um, we were talking about this last night. I'm really excited for when we're our dad's age and we get the and last we see that LeBron the, the last dance version oh, of LeBron. Oh, it'll be so awesome. Um, but yeah, so that's all Knoxville, New York. It doesn't matter. I'm coming to wherever you're living, and, and we are watching, watching that the whole thing together. Absolutely. I love it. Um, yep, that's all we got. The Lakers, the Lakers are the 2020 NBA champions. I lost over $100. Hargrove's in Maybe over $100. Maybe we'll see. I mean, I'm matching you. So Depends how expensive that steak from Bricktops will be. Matthew Hargrove is in Knoxville going back tomorrow, and we'll be back on Zoom next week. Follow us on everything. You all know it. It's Closeout Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week. 